Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the This Southern Girl Can Show, the podcast that covers it all with a sweet Southern accent. Your host, Amber, is a successful YouTuber and published author who teaches others to craft, cook, run a business, and balance a hectic lifestyle. Check her out on Facebook, YouTube, and all other forms of social media under the same name as this podcast, This Southern Girl Can. You can also check out her website at www.thissoutherngirlcan.com. And now, here's Amber. Hey y'all, it is Wit and Wisdom Wednesday, and today I want to give you some really helpful tips for homeschooling. Um, I myself was homeschooled from the ninth grade on up. I graduated high school when I was 16 years old. You know, you pass the test, you get your high school diploma. I homeschooled both of my children. I don't like the curriculums being taught in public schools, um, amongst many other reasons why I homeschool my children. And there are a lot of things that you can do to make it easier. It may seem overwhelming, you know, when you say, I'm going to take my kids out of public school and homeschool them. So I'm hoping that I can help you just a little bit to try to make the decision as to what is right for you. So anyway, the the biggest thing that I think that I can tell you is to stop trying to duplicate an actual classroom environment, okay? Stop trying to duplicate the environment. Stop trying to copy a schedule or even the curriculum, okay? Who cares if your kid is in a room full of other kids sitting at a desk all day long, not allowed to get up, they can't go play, they can't go, you know, do what they want to do. And a lot of times, this is a huge hindrance to the way a kid learns. I mean, kids learn at different rates. My kids learn at different rates. One of them likes to read books and loves math. The other one hates math and likes to watch TV. So if you have kids like that, a lot of you probably saying, well, you can't homeschool your kids without them reading a whole lot. Yeah, you can. If you get on YouTube, there are tons of wonderful channels out there that's full of documentaries, historical videos, science videos. You can find videos pretty much for any topic that you want to find. You just have to get on there and look. Now, if you have a smart TV as well, you can download apps like um, a PBS, things like that, Nat Geo, very educational programs. A child does not have to sit there with his nose in a textbook all day long to learn. If they want to study for 10 minutes and get up and go do something, come back and do it another 10 minutes, let them do that, okay? Let them do that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it is not natural for your child to have to sit for hours on end on a hard-seated desk, you know, trying to trying to memorize dates and things that are not going to be relevant in the slightest to them in the future. Seriously. What I like to do with mine is if, if you homeschool correctly, you can get it done in an hour and a half to two hours. It doesn't take a lot at all, okay? So don't worry about if you go, oh, I don't have the time. Don't worry about that. What we do also is we don't take a summer break. We don't have spring break. We don't do anything like that. We learn all year round. That way you don't have to sit there for hours a day. And the next tip is... Stop trying to dictate to your kids what you want them to learn that day. Stop doing that. You are absolutely crushing them by telling them, look, you are going to learn this today. Maybe they don't want to learn that today. One day, uh, my youngest will be all about math. The next day, he's all about something else. The next day, he's all about something else. The next day, we come right back to math. They learn faster and easier if you let them go and study what they want to study. 
Like one time they, like my oldest, one day he wanted to learn about pirates. He says about pirates. I said, well, let's learn about pirates today. So we get on YouTube and we looked up some documentaries on pirates. You know, the real pirates, not your cartoon pirates. Um, we looked up documentaries on pirates and he learned so much and he was having a good time. He felt like he was sitting there watching a movie and he was learning without even realizing that he was learning. And this child loves to cook. He loves to cook and bake, but he hates math. So what I do instead of using like a one cup measuring cup, I'll be like, darn, I can't find my one cup measuring cup. All I have is a quarter cup. How many of these quarter cups do I need to make one cup of flour? And he'll sit there and he'll figure it out. Okay, math. That's how you do things. You have to work it in all day, every day like that. Just small little snippets. And you can work in a, a whole lesson and they don't even feel like they're being, they're being taught down to or they're being preached to or, you know, they're actually being taught. But they catch on really quick when you do stuff like that. Another thing I hear people are saying, oh, well, how will they be socialized? Really? That's the only comeback you have? I have been told, I've been told this in restaurants and in stores, my kids are very well behaved. They are very polite. Whereas you have these kids, I'm not saying all kids, I'm saying some of these kids in public schools, they are ruthless and reckless. They have poor manners, you know, and, and homeschool kids can do that as well. I'm just saying. You know, it, it goes both ways. You can't say, oh, they won't be socialized. Yeah, that my children are socialized just fine. You don't lock them in a basement. <laughs> you don't lock them in a basement and give them a textbook and say, here, learn this. No. Of course, we go to restaurants and stores and there are tons of homeschooling groups. Just look it up. Get online and look it up in your area, like homeschool support groups in your area. Um, they go on field trips, do all kinds of stuff together. You know, they charter buses together and go on trips and just do all kinds of cool stuff. So that's my tip to you. Find a support group. If you don't want to do it on your own, you don't have to do it on your own. There are plenty of groups out there that will help you. Another tip is to try to attend a few homeschool conferences, okay? When you go to these conferences, they, now, like I said, you don't have to follow a curriculum. I hate curriculums, but when you go to these conferences, you will be exposed to all sorts of curriculums. Uh, you can hear speakers. You can network with other people. Now, I do know other homeschoolers where they say, well, I like this curriculum, but I don't like this about it. And they just take bits and pieces from different curriculums and they make it work for them. Uh, you get to talk to other parents and they can tell you what they do and what works for them. Let's say you have a very hectic a hectic schedule like me. You know, I'm always doing something. My schedule is very hectic. I'm not going to sit there for two hours, you know, straight with this book and say, oh, you have to memorize that. No, that ain't my style. And even, you know, we might go to the park. We love nature trails. We love hiking in this house, okay? We'll go hiking and I'll point to a leaf. You know, what type of tree does that come from? What type of tree is that? Is it an evergreen? Is it this? Is it that? You can work in learning any place you go. A big tip is don't rely 100% on technology because let's say that your power goes, okay, I live in the mountains and when we have storms or when the wind is really, really bad, we lose power quite a bit. We lose internet quite a bit. If you go to your local library, at least in my library and several libraries around me, they have books for sale. Uh, what do they call it? Never mind. Oh, the friend, friends of the library, I think is what they call it. But anyways, books that they need to get out of the building but they have them on shelves and then they have like a little price chart. You can get small paperback books for 25 cents. You can get hardback books for a dollar. And there are tons and tons of educational books. We have books all over this house. My kids probably have 200 books on shelves in their room. They just have so many books. 
And I had found this one is talking about, um, you know, heritage and traditions all around the world. And there was a book for each, each country. And they really enjoyed looking at that. And then we found a bunch of zoo books, just all kinds of stuff. You don't have to rely solely on a computer or an iPad or even textbooks. You can go to the library and just get all kinds of wonderful books for cheap if you want to buy them or you can check them out. Another tip is don't get too hung up on something if it's just not working for you. You might be thinking, well, I can't do this. I can't, you know, my kid won't sit at my dining room table and read this book. They just won't do it. Then stop making them do it. Stop making them do it. Kids aren't designed to sit still like that. You know, you tell them what to do and say, all right, you got 15 minutes. Let's do this. And we'll come back later, do another 15 minutes, you know, just sporadically throughout the day. Do it a little bit on the weekends. Like I said, we take, we don't take summers off. We learn throughout the summer. Just do stuff like that. Work it in. Don't worry. Your child is not going to grow up to be ignorant if you don't force them to sit in a chair for several hours with their nose in a book. Don't worry about that. I graduated early. I had very, very high test scores. So don't worry about that. Another tip is don't think that this is going to cost you a lot of money. Okay? You will actually be surprised at how much cheaper it can be to homeschool than it is to go to public school. It really is. You can get on Pinterest, actually. Get on Pinterest and let's say whatever grade your child is in. Now, in homeschool, we don't do grades. So I said, well, what grade is your kid in? We don't do grades, okay? When they know the material and when they can really grasp the material, and I know that they're not having any problems with the material, that's when I know that they're ready to move on. You know, but if they're like hung up on one area of math and they just can't get past it, I'm sorry, but we're going to learn it until you grasp it, Okay. Whereas in public school, you have kids that can't hardly do math. You have kids graduating from high school that don't know the difference between there, there, and there, your, and your. There are plenty of adults out there. They don't know that. <laughs> not in my homeschool, baby. <laughs> You're not going to graduate until you know how to properly read and write and spell and all of that. And because of that, we don't have a bunch of textbooks because textbooks are expensive. But what you can do is you get on Pinterest and... <sighs> Like I said, it's hard because we don't do grades, but you can kind of guess and use your best judgment as to what sort of level your child is on in whatever subject they're having problems with and look up free worksheets. There are so many things that you can get off of Pinterest. There are lots of teachers out there, um, public school teachers that, you know, spend their extra time and resources creating these worksheets and they just upload them for free. You can find so many things. I, I hardly spend any money at all on homeschooling supplies. I have pencils and paper. And let me tell you, my kids don't care what their pencils look like. So around Christmas time and Easter and Valentine's Day, all of the holidays when you go to Walmart and you get like the little basket stuffers, usually they have pencils and stuff. The next day after the holiday, when everything goes on sale, that's when you grab them. That's what I do. I don't care if the notebook they're using is a Valentine's Day notebook. It's paper, you know. You can just grab all of that stuff on clearance. And then you get on Pinterest and you find all of your free worksheets. See? It's pretty easy. Another big tip is that you need to join the HSLDA. It's called the Home School Legal Defense Association. Okay? I'll say that again. It is the Home School Legal Defense Association. And what this association does is it helps to protect our legal right to homeschool. Yes, it is a Christian-based organization. But here's the thing, and I don't care if, you know, Christianity is not your thing. They will help you. I'm, I'm telling you this for a reason. Let's say um, CPS, because a lot of people get jealous 
thinking, oh, I got to run my kids back and forth to school and blah, blah, blah. And here you are homeschooling and having a good time. Some people like to call CPS. Um, if they do call CPS or report you to the Board of Education or if there's some school district that wants to give you problems, you can direct them to a representative from the Homeschool Legal Defense Association and they will help you out. They will give you the paperwork and tell you what you need to do you know, to counteract any accusations or anything. It's only like $7 a month, something like that, $7, $10 a month. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, if you get on their website and then look up your state, they will provide you like with their own little chapter and you can get on there and join and they'll give you more information than I could on here. Okay. So the, the biggest tip too is, or one of the biggest tips is this whole world is your classroom. Okay. Your children are now not tied down to some brick and mortar building with a bunch of other kids running around distracting them and a teacher that's, you know, not 100% vested in whether your child does well or not. No one wants your child to do better than you do. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. Sorry. Teachers out there probably getting mad at me, but nobody wants your child to do better than you do. And if you do this correctly, you're not going to have any problems and think of the whole world as your classroom. Like I said, you can go hiking. You can go to museums. We go to museums all the time. My kids love the museum. So just think of it like that. And I think kids learn faster. They learn more and they're a lot more comfortable with it instead of sitting them in a desk and clipping their wings. Okay. So anyway, I hope this helped you. I hope it helped you to not be so intimidated or afraid to take that step if that's what you want to do. I know that you can do it. You've got this. Don't worry. There's lots of resources out there. Anyway, like I said, I hope this helped you. If you would, please go back and listen to some of my past podcasts. Stay tuned for my future podcast, and I will see y'all next time. Bye. You've been listening to the This Southern Girl Can Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow so you'll be notified of upcoming episodes. Take care, and we'll see you next time.